welcome to our new podcast, Indie as Fuck, where we have raw unfiltered conversations about fashion design, business, and everything they didn't tell us in fashion school. Welcome back to the India's Folk Podcast, where we have raw, unfiltered conversations about business, fashion, and all the things they didn't tell us in fashion school. I'm your host, Ashante, and with me are my co-hosts, the Quincy Atterbury and Chantrez Fleming. And if you guys have not noticed, today we're talking about prom season because, to be quite honest, y'all, we are in the thick of it. It is real. Exactly. Things are happening. Um, so, Yeah. Tonight is completely unscripted. Um, like I said, we're in the midst of prom season, and we haven't had an episode in about two weeks. So this is our first time seeing each other, not like really, but on this table. First time seeing each other. So yeah, how's prom season going for you guys? Busy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's a lot going on. It is a lot she going on. She gonna say busy. I just seen you um just spray us with a whole spray. First of all, listen, eight, <laughs> sis had eight gowns hitting the red carpet, honey. Okay, listen, that's why she's sitting over here looking like she just came out of hell week, bitch. <laughs> definitely. Tell us why, because you definitely was quiet about it. I, I had no idea. Yeah, I was so, like... I think, you know, what it was is that because we had that, I don't want to say like a kind of a good little a break in the prom season with the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's like jumping back into that in the swing of things, like doing so a lot of gowns at a short period of time. Uh-huh. So I'm probably, way I'm processing them back in prom pre-pandemic was, oh, do one gown a day. Yeah. Okay, easy. It used to work. I'm like, okay. So I'm, you know, I got other stuff I got going on. So okay, let me start on this gown. Oh, it should take me one day. Um, no, because the prom dress in 2022 is not the prom dress in 2019. Okay. It's way more That's detailed. It. So like just the applique process, that process needs to be a day on its own. And then hold on, before you even finish that, mm-hmm. let's go back. So right now we I reference Hell Week when we started, y'all. Mm-hmm. So Hell Week, this is a one-side friend group, but we call Hell Week. It's 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 the week when you have a whole lot of girls that gotta go to prom on one day. Or even just that week, that weekend or whatever. So obviously you're doing two, three, four, six, eight or more dresses to be for a particular weekend. And if you know, you're taking 20, 30, even 10, 10 dresses. And even if you got five girls, it's five girls that got to pick up. You got to try to prioritize what that is. So right now, what Shantrez is sharing with us, it's a hell with y'all because sis, went through it, but she got through it. And that's what's most important about it. I want to really say that. Inhale, we, you're going to feel like, what the fuck am I doing for real? Mm-hmm. But once you make it out, what, like, the feeling of seeing your girls on that carpet, especially when that girl, one of those girls walked in that gym and people was just like, yeah, I'm talking about, like, it's it like was insane. It was from my hometown, that's my first batch of girls. And from my hometown, I always go to Sandersville, Georgia. Yeah. I want to see because it's my hometown. Shout out to Waco. Yeah, Waco. I want to see the girls also. It's like a big thing. It's kind of like, you know, um, they put a long red carpet a couple of feet in the, throughout the whole basketball gym. Yeah. The, the city, the whole city comes out. 
Like it's just it's a country town. Ain't nothing else to do. Right. Right. And you know, in it's in country to towns, like it's a real big thing. Oh, like, yeah. So when the girls everybody the mama party, coming over, honey. they announce who the girl is, who her date is, and they do their own little things. They do like, the and this is for every single every prom person, client. I every, mean, prom person that everybody. that goes to prom. Everybody. Wow. Everybody. So you, I would have wanted that type of recognition, even though my dress wasn't like what they giving. You yeah. know, in twenty twenty two. Right. I don't understand why these girls want to get these customers. Exactly. Yeah, so I like it's like that. a really big deal. So that's one another reason why I was so stressed because I want to get it right because it's not like they're going to the school cafeteria and just them going to see it. No, everybody is going to see it. And that, this is a good way for me to get future clients. Yeah. So from that event, I got a whole bunch of more people that's booked right. me. Like, oh my God, I just saw those gowns you did. That's right. Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? So that was a good thing. But doing last week, I learned about some good lessons. I said, Lord, I learned my lesson, Lord. You gotta whoop me no more. I, you gotta whoop me no more. You gotta listen, whoop me one time. I'm trying to tell you because listen, when you going through hell week, mm-hmm. everything is like every needle break. Every zipper don't want to go in there, right? I'm talking about everything that you process is going to be four hours. Go ahead and add another two or four mm-hmm. onto it. Also, during hell week. It's a lot of time management because you got so much going on with mm-hmm. your girls and stuff like that. So when sis says she learned a lot of lessons, I'm sure she can share with us what those mm-hmm. were. But I know for my own personal hell weeks, it's always, regardless of how much I plan, and this is the reality of being entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and what we do. Do y'all know I still be sewing up to the last goddamn <laughs> No, stay up. Sewing up no. to the last... No. Minute. Minute. No, this was me. Listen, literally. You know, so you know, so one of my gowns, me and Quincy went in on. So he did the my uh my girl date. You you know you did her bow tie. Bow tie you did his bow tie in the pocket yeah. square, right? Which was lovely. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yes. Okay. Right. Sickening. Right. But her dress, mind you. Okay, I had eight dresses, but that was my one free dress. I just want to bless somebody. So it was a free dress. Bless the so Lord. Y'all see going, how we blessing So people? when I was going through it, I said, Lord, why I had to be so generous? If I want to act <laughs> out, I would have been finished. I would have been finished. My God. <laughs> But you, I, no, but that's real talk, though. You yeah. felt the heaviness of your I, generosity. I, 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 what? That's good. Mm-hmm. I had one more. So the day of, okay, prom started whatever time later, but they had to meet at this high school gym no later than like 6.30, 6.45 to line up into the gym. So it's down to the wire, honey. It's like 6.20-something. I am sewing this dress. I had to do alterations on it. I had to take it in like three inches on each side. I had to put a zipper in. I forgot my interfacing. Yeah, so I had a pin zipper while I am sewing, doing my last little alteration. Mm. My needle break. Mm. I don't have my kit with my extra needles. I'm like, I don't know what I'm finna do. I'm not finna sit here <laughs> to hand sew. But it's just fitting my skin. So if I try to hand sew it, and if it ain't tight enough, it's gonna be showing. I was like, you know what? I used the needles for my surgery. Thank the Lord, I yeah, rocked yeah. my surgery. Had to get real creative. <laughs> what? Nigga was like, listen, Lord, it's blessing me with a needle. I don't have time to run around Martin to get no needles. Yeah. What am I going to do? Oh, my God, the screw is so small. Nobody has a screwdriver. I go in the kitchen. I get a knife. I unscrew it. I like, bam. It's in there. Literally, down to the wire. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. 
And let me tell y'all this. To get into the gym, you have to have a ticket. It's kind of like graduation. They yeah. only give you like a certain amount of tickets. Baby, I didn't have no ticket. And that lady was like, um, you got to have a ticket to get in. Baby, I just made, bust my ass and did eight of these dresses. I'm you won't let me in this You won't know what I just been through. And guess what? She got in. She I got, got in. Let me tell you what I did. I told the security officer, excuse me. I'm going to, I made a lot of these dresses. I'm going to walk to the back. I'm going to make sure my girls look good. And I said, hey, y'all. Y'all feel good? You look good? When you get to the end of the runway, when you get to the end of your you runway. You better be coaching them, girl. Get to the end of the red carpet. I will be at the end waiting for you. I'm gonna take your videos and your pictures for my TikToks and That's right. all my content. That's right. So just you know, make sure you you're you gonna see me. Yeah. And that was it. So first of all, congratulations. Yes. Love the gowns. But also, too, let's just talk about persevering. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you what I like the most about this story. Cause when I listening to you talk the whole entire time. What I love the most about the ending of the story is how you wasn't going to accept no for an answer, mm-hmm. and you got your motherfucking footage. Like, y'all don't understand Good how many footage. people will just sit to the side and just let that no just be what it is, and it's like, no, I made eight gowns yeah. at this prom. If you don't let me up in this door, I will kick this bitch out. <laughs> yeah, I will it is that it. serious. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, but some about that story, it just feels inspiring especially the ending just getting and in there and getting what? that footage and bitch see, like let's go and the gym was so crowded i don't know it was like a couple of hundreds of people in there so i had to walk in front of like all the people to get to the girls and i wasn't like you know at that point i'm like don't know just fucking over it. I don't care, baby. Hey, y'all. I had some jeans. I'm hood. sorry. Excuse me. Sorry, had excuse me. Head on. <laughs> excuse excuse me. me. Look, the latest thing on the end of the school ministry, I said, hey, baby, I made a lot of these dresses. Can I sit right here and so I get my footage? She said, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Even if she said no, I was going to do it. Right. What Kneel down do? anyway. Look, yeah. take a knee. Yeah. Take a knee. <laughs> So, period. System persevered up out of that. Yes, What's going on with you, Quincy? Well, how is prom season, uh, season kicking off? Because first of all, I already know. I saw the, uh, you did a capsule. You did a, a capsule. Wasn't that a capsule? It was like a three-piece. The photo shoot. Yes, I, I did a little capsule collection. It was more so a wedding. That was oh, a wedding. Yeah, yeah, like a wedding capsule. Combining with prom, because you could definitely use some of the techniques and fabrics that I used from that. Yeah, we still booking. I released the three-piece <laughs> wedding collection to kind of kick off things, to get myself some content, get people watching, like my, you know, pages and stories. Yeah. Um, I've had um, prom clients book before, but I'm in the process of really, like, making sure I have all of their fabrics. Um, starting to sew on some. My hell hasn't kicked in yet. Um, it's coming, though. I'm, I'm just, trying to get ahead of it, though, because I was I'm just... just to say, oh, I'll pull your mic a little closer. You put it in front of you, because you, you, you laid it around it. Mm-hmm. Up, so. No, you good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we in there. <laughs> but I thought you was about to say, but I was about to say, I'm trying to get ahead of myself. Um, one thing I found myself doing when consulting with my clients um, I asked them, um, especially now that I'm doing suits, I wanted to say, during the pandemic, during that little break, I've been practicing, practicing, practicing mm-hmm. to be able to um, have male clients for prom. And there has been much more male clients than women, yeah. thankfully. 
Right. But, um, I've been trying um, in my consulting. I ask them like, what size are them? What size suit do they normally wear? Mm-hmm. What size dresses? And what I do is, when they come in for measurements, I already have a bodice ready, like an yeah. outer shell yeah. ready, almost like fitting them. Mm-hmm. You know, for the final fitting. So I can pretty much go ahead and finish making this stuff when they yeah. come back for their last fitting. So exactly. I'm kind of get ahead of myself, but. I, I think I'm prepared for it. It's definitely different from the other prom years. Um, Man, it's a lot different. So detailed. Oh my god, it's a lot. So for I think that prom season is definitely not 2017 or 18 or even 19 prom because it got canceled. It almost seems like one for me personally. I feel like the budgets have gotten better. Yeah, but not in its full entirety. And I know that's not everybody's experience, but I do believe that with the acquired taste has come better budgets. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think that there's a lot more detail and a lot of structure that people are looking for now, which is why they are willing to raise their budgets. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. I think we got to... Two dollars on that may have something to do with how our, our aesthetic has grown. <laughs> right. Let's just talk about aesthetic because <laughs> I know me personally, <laughs> um, you guys know, I, I share a lot in the group about what's going on in my life, how things are transitioning. And I feel like I just came out of hell month, but it wasn't because I was buried in orders. It was me trying to get my orders, my life, just the whole life work balance system just mm-hmm. back in order. And so... I dealt with a lot, y'all. Like, when I say I was broke as fuck, I need y'all to understand. I was so goddamn broke. And when you got associates, and we talked about this on the last podcast. I think I talked about this on the last podcast. However, you guys also know that I've shared that we have come out of that in its fullest entirety. And so I feel like for me, God is definitely... um, made. It's almost like you make a way out of no way. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I dealt with the experience of feeling like I had to let my associates go in that period. All those things like, what am I going to do? How the hell am I going to pay them and pay myself and live or whatever? And so where I felt like there was honestly no like um, point of return, because you know how sometimes you get so deep in the in the darkness of whatever the stress is, like when the bookings stop and shit like that, everything just stopped. And so I was trying to figure out like, damn, how could I have done all these amazing things? And then God just going to leave me just sitting on the corner like that. And I'm for real, for real. And y'all know, y'all know how real it is. You just sit you on a, sit us on the corner to make the letters marinate for a I'm talking about marinate and I'm talking about I had the fullest conviction in those two months of not being booked not getting orders on my website like I want getting chargebacks on top of that shit like I just felt like I really had to sit and boil in that and I I mean y'all saw me hurt me help me just that whole thing and you know God just did what he do and so I'm excited. Yeah, and you know what? And it's kind of like excited. when you come up out of it, it's kind of like, it's like my foot really finna be on that they, they mm-hmm. I'm really not finna love up and I'm really gonna like go even harder than ever before because I just came from a drought. Mm-hmm. Like really. It was a serious drought. And one of the things that I shared with my group is, um, so one of the things that I started doing when I was in that drought, right? 
I was going through a period of honestly trying to figure out what I'm going to do. So a lot of the Hey Indies, it's DeQuincy Atterbear here, and if you haven't already subscribed to our new podcast, Indie as Fuck, no worries. It's now available on all listening platforms. Be sure to check it out. You come to your like, I'm not making money, um, but I'm still an artist. What do I do with my artistry? I feel like I always come to that point. When I stop making money, I'm like, well, damn, is my artistry good enough? Because why people not booking? Like, all that shit, whatever. So you got to kind of sit in that. But for me, it was just, whatever I do, don't stop designing. Because naturally, as soon as we stop making money or anything, we get in our hardship, we'll stop with the creative thing. And we'll try to do whatever that structured thing is to just get it back. And then we feel like, oh, well, I'll just go back to designing once I can get all of my shit in order. Right. So in my mind, I just said, don't stop designing, keep creating or whatever. But you know, I was talking out every single day and I was like, I'm gonna just start reposting my footage from TikTok to Facebook or whatever. So y'all start reposting my footage from my TikTok to my Facebook. I have followers on all platforms except for Facebook. All of the fucking footage that I posted from my fucking Facebook went viral. I mean, from my TikTok went viral on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it was all in that time period of when I was at. I'm talking about the lowest of the lowest of the low. Like, everything, like, I didn't understand what was really happening because in my head, I'm like, oh, my God. Something is happening because y'all know I'm calling y'all. I'm like, y'all, bitch, I, I swear to God, like, I woke up with thousands of people on my shit. Like, What's going on? And it just kept rising, just kept rising. But I'm like, damn, I'm still broke as fuck. I'm still got my associate working over here. I got to figure out how I'm going to pay her and catch up. All that shit. You get what I'm saying? So I just feel like God was just kind of like, you know how you're in a cave. You're trying to like get out of the cave. You're trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I was in that part of the tunnel where I had to determine if I was going to keep knocking or if I was going to turn around. And if I kept knocking, obviously the light was going to show. Right. And if I turned around, I would have just gave up mm -hmm. and just been like, well, damn, I'm just whatever. And so that's kind of how I processed that whole moment. And when like the Facebook thing happened or whatever, I mean, you guys, I'm sh I've shared these are my friends, y'all. So they know a lot about what I got going on, but I've never, ever been booked like this. I never, ever had clients. Um, with these type of budgets and all of that. But for me, it's also, I'm valuing it in another way. So I'm immediately like, okay, well, bitch, let me hire another, I mean, associate. Let me, let me make sure our construction is top tier. We got to make sure we send this and do this because now that we are evolving to another level, the experience has to get better, not just for the brand, but for the customer. Right. And so that's kind of where I am, but it was very dark. We're coming up out of it. I still am. It's like a, it's a phase, but mm -hmm. super excited, y'all, because it was real. And you know what? Out of the bookings that y'all got going on, <clears throat> which one are you most excited about that's different for you? Like I have majority bridal, and I've never had majority bridal bookings. Like, more bridal than mm -hmm. I have prom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh as far as prom, I got this one guy's suit. He actually came in today for a fitting. And um, I don't know, I can't say that. 
But um, <laughs> I enjoy. I'm enjoying making this suit. Um, applique, fully applique suit. Mm-hmm. Like just some you a masterpiece. You know That's what crazy. I mean? Yes, and he's 51 chest. Yeah, know, just bulky ass. Yeah. Yeah. So when he walked in, I had it on the mannequin when he walked in, and he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be stuck." You know, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> all the feels, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm, I can't wait. Until I think I... it's the people that's open. Okay. Like for me, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that openness that you're feeling is the openness for me. Like people is just like, "Well, this is what I want, but I'm gonna let you do what you do." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I that's had this lady hit me up last night. Um, about her wedding on Halloween of 2023. Mm. Now that's something great. She wanted to be black and burgundy and gothic style. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. I was like, baby, it's I'm already talking in my head, baby. We're going to do Corella the Bill, something, Ooh, honey. I, baby, I want to slay her. So for me, when I first heard of her gothic mm. and what she want, I'm immediately thinking really strong construction. Very mm-hmm. like strong, real this like sitting court, you know, just everything. So I'm I'm excited to experiment. I know I'm thinking, um, she definitely is gonna fuck their ass up, especially I like that black and uh burgundy mm-hmm. vibe. Like it's something about that vibe. Yes, that and she's getting there speak on to me. I'm like, oh have y'all had any prom problems yet, like with clients or materials or yes. <laughs> I had, yes, honey. Let me tell you, I haven't really had an issue with clients. They've been really good, and they under, and they understand. They trust my process. And they trust and know like I know she's gonna get it done. I know she's gonna be a slave. My issue was like when we collab on the yellow. You know, um, the tool was lemon in the in the in the sequin was, was mustard, like, like like sunflower yellow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Down to the to the wire. Go back to the favorite store. He don't have it in stock. I don't know when he did it. So I had to switch the fabric completely from the whole entire dress. But it was the same exact color. And the client didn't care what I did. She's like, you can do whatever you want to do. I know it's gonna look nice. So we scrapped the tour um, idea and just did the whole dress in full sequence. Mm-hmm. So it worked out. But, you know, dealing with if you need more fabric or you um, got to go back to the store and they don't have it, now what? Yeah, that, that definitely happened for me because I was able to convince one of my clients mm-hmm. to change her bottom, right? Because I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and glam it up. I think this is better. And then when I went to the fabric store, they had them wear the fabric. So I had to go with the original idea. And hated it <laughs> as much as I was saying about that one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep that there. So yeah, I mean overall though, um, I don't feel like <clears throat> I know my prom season. We're in the in the midst of it now, so my girls start to go to prom starting next um, weekend or whatever. Um, but I am like kind of ahead of the curve and I'm trying to stay ahead of the curve because at the end of the day, it's going to get like tight, you know, just that last minute, whatever. But I need those moments to be for the right moments. And I know for me, I've gone through so many seasons of 
waiting to work, um, start at the last mm-hmm. minute, underestimating the time that it takes to do something. Um, sometimes you have to go backwards. Like if I had not done that dress today, mm-hmm. um, and then I decided to do it, then sent it to her and she gave me the um, you know, direction that she gave me today. I would be behind the window because the dress needs to be by her to her by the 19. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all I was thinking to myself is what if I didn't do what I set out to do today? Right. So that's why it's really important designers for you guys to take advantage of your time. Do what it is that you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to do a dress on this day, mm-hmm. regardless of what kind of hardship or difficulties you're having with that dress, try to see or accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Because I feel like at the end of the day, you are the person that sets the deadline for the customer. And it's not the customer's fault um, when you don't meet the damn deadline. And then you upset because the customer is mad that you got to push the date back. But why do you have to push it back? Because you spent four out of the five days not doing shit. And you waited till the day before you're supposed to ship it to do the dress. I've been there before. Uh, a lot. You get what I'm saying? I don't want to keep doing that. It's unproductive and it doesn't make good business. It leaves a poor taste in people's mouth and it doesn't give you the satisfaction that you want as a designer. So y'all know that's that's like my little two cents. And then it's kind of like, like if you are behind the wires, behind time or you, you, you real tight with it and something happens the other night Friday, the prom day is Saturday. It's Friday late night. I'm storming. It's storming. And the power goes yeah, out. Power went what, out what, can, what can I do? It's and a power you do out. Do you want to allow time for the client to yeah. be like, hey, I don't like how this is fitting or this mm-hmm. might be a Yeah, because that's not or, fair. Let's talk about that right quick. I'm actually glad that you said that because one of the things that I feel is absolutely unacceptable is when you feel like you can just hand a customer whatever the hell you want to hand a customer. And that happens a lot with small designers, new designers, and designers who are refusing to elevate in their business. You have to stop working to the wire and saying to a customer, well, this is the best I can give you. And so you literally doing all of this quick shit and you know that it is unacceptable. I've been there. Like, you know hmm. what, uh, rush the work and, you know, that's right. I took my time working with like, yeah. And you know, like if you're fully it and you have to go in it, that take time to go mm-hmm. back into something to, cause you know you don't sell the hell out of this garment, honey. It's mm-hmm. loud, but you gotta make some alterations. And it's you like you don't want to tell your mom. I like what you do. You don't put you like the zipper in or anything until after the fit and make sure that it's right. So mm-hmm. you go back in and you do it like I like that. It's like really. I recognize like, they do that a lot in bridal. I recognize that there's a feeling that I feel that you know it's right. You know you get that feeling like mm-hmm. I know that shit because you're like I like this shit. Yeah. You know it as you're looking though. Yeah. That's why every time I'm making my garments, I'm I'm literally doing the videos of it because I'm like if I can physically look at this on camera get the same fucking feel like it's finished. That's how I know a garment is on the right track. And I feel like there has to be an integrity, you guys. Mm -hmm. There has to be integrity to the garments. I understand that everybody don't line their garments or whatever. I have my personal opinions about that, but I do believe that every creative is their own creative. Whatever your method is, is your method, right? But there are just certain standards, like the fundamentals, you just can't change, right? Like how how to apply a perm. Y'all, we got a hairstylist in the audience. So like, you can't really change like, 
like how the prom process, I mean, the perm process is, right? So it's like that. I feel like we're trying not to like, we're trying to step over like the perm process. Like, y'all stop playing in these people's dresses. It's easier to learn than it is to not do it. Thank you. It's easier. Thank you. It's easier. And you know what? And if you're worried about Hey, Indies. Want to be a part of our sewing community? Well, head on over to Facebook and type in Indie Fashion Creators with Ashante, or you can click the link down below in the description box. One of the things, that was another thing that I also told um, Chantress this week. One of the struggles is if you are doing these dresses and you are not choosing the right fabrics to begin with, you've all you already got a hard, like mm-hmm. a hard job. Yeah. And so right. sometimes you didn't charge the appropriate amount. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> so one, not cho- not charging the appropriate amount uh, amount, excuse me, and then having to work even harder to make the design work because you didn't charge the appropriate amount. This is why I say you just yeah. gotta charge what you charge because at the end of the day. Your job is going to be harder and nothing is worse than the resentment, y'all. The resentment when you are hand sewing that applique one by one, patch by patch, and you only charge them $7.50. Now, for real, not saying no, but that's the reality, right? You know what I'm saying? Because some people still haven't got to that place yet. And that's okay, but you got to get out of that because. Ain't nothing worse than sitting there and you put that that seven fifty with the rent because it really ain't even cover rent. So for real, for real, you feel like you ain't made no money. You over there by listening four four clean days. Cut the wrong thing and need some more fabric. And you know, it's like either they you're a customer or they are not. And that's okay. I mean, I just feel like you got to understand because it ain't even about that. Um, It is important. It is about them being your customer, right? But it's also about us just having know-how and a discretion. Knowing when to say no, knowing when to raise, when it's time to raise, mm-hmm. knowing how to tell somebody, because I've had a several hard conversations with customers this week. Mm-hmm. I understand you want this, but your budget only allows for this. And one of the things that I always tell people is that you'll feel more comfortable with what you're charging people if you can justify your pricing, which is why you need to know why you're charging what yeah. you're charging. Yeah. That's why I don't like when y'all ask me what I charge for a dress, not y'all, but I have a group, y'all know that. But when people just post in the groups and they're saying, well, what you charge? Baby, you ain't charging what I'm charging. I know you ain't charging what I'm charging. So you don't want to ask me that because I'm going to say $1,800 and you're going to say seven fifty, dollars right? But... I got to justify to you why you need to raise your prices. You don't even understand. Like, you don't even like, feel comfortable yeah. enough to say 1800 So you need to just charge what you're going to charge. But my point is, if you understand why you're charging what you're charging, what your prices is, what the fabrics cost. I know what those those little appliques cost that Xenoboard be using. So I just go ahead and tack them bitches on. When I get a picture, immediately that's this. I know that those are $300 or $400 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to have a price already in your head for what your base is. Mm-hmm. We have a roundabout. If you get a sequin dress, if you know it's seven yards, why don't you know what you need to charge for yeah. it? Do you get what I'm saying? Then I estimate go up a little higher because what if you get a fabric? Some fabrics are 25 a yard, some are 35, mm-hmm. some are 40. What if your client choose something that's 
I just, I just like, okay, well, I know I'm in my head, this is going to cost about this much. Yeah. This is what I'm going to charge. And my thing is, you always got to think about your profit. My thing is, the fabric, the labor mm-hmm. cost, that's one thing. Yeah. But y'all already know, what yeah. you profit, yeah. you have to factor in a whole lot of things. And I know that sometimes you feel that, well, if the fabric is only 250 and I'm making 500 then I've profited something until you get a, a a gas bill that's $350 and you realize you still got a week's worth of work on that dress. Mm-hmm. How much of your time versus, mm-hmm. and that's what it, and also your time, time management. This is why you also need to just work on your being more efficient, more fast, more productive. What do you call it when you just, you need to be speed, speed. We need speed mm-hmm. because I know when I first started on those ruffle bottoms, it used to take me two days. Now I can do a ruffle bottom in a day. Mm-hmm. Now I can do it in a few hours. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like the more that you are working on your technique, your skill, your quality, all of those things, you'll find yourself in less trouble when you get in crunch time. And working with the right materials again. Yeah. Because when you, when I learned some hard lessons, honey, if you work with the wrong material for something and you're trying to make it work, you spend more time trying to make it work. Trying. So then, then it would be if you had the right thing to begin with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, I don't know. Prom season is just in full effect. What's up? No, for me, I feel like um, I don't have a problem with, you know, if you make a mistake, just learn from that mistake. You got to learn. learn. That's it. Mistake. That's you it. You got to learn from, from it. Do better. That's yeah. it. You do better. My thing is it's just literally taking it, taking that lesson, and you got to go into action, you know, immediately because that's what change is habits don't come from starting stopping starting stopping they come from literally consistently doing it and that's why my motivation when i was broke as fuck and not getting booked was whatever i do don't stop designing because i know what it's like to get in that rut and baby i walk past that stone lab every single day because you know it's it's so hard but it's like you gotta fight for it so we honestly just wanted to tap in with you guys today just talk a little bit about prom season and um, honestly, just to update y'all, just let y'all know what's going on because we're trying our hardest to keep recording while we're in the midst of it. And to be honest, today I told myself, I was like, y'all, I got to get this dress to this certain stage because I know I got to do this thing tonight. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was so hard because I had to really stay on top of my time. I just kept looking at the clock and I'm like, okay, we might got to do this over. I might, I just got to get to this stage. So my thing is, what I want to leave you guys with is prom season is not, it's a it's a season obviously to level up, but it's also a season for you to literally progress to your next season. And that's how I think about it. So if you know that this is the moment where you're making your most, most money or whatever that is, already be thinking ahead. Be prepared for when summer comes. Be prepared for when holiday comes because at the end of the day, the money's going to stop. Tax season does not last. Everybody know that. People have, they get their taxes. They have them for a clean two, three weeks, maybe a month. That's a maybe a month. I, ain't, I don't want to insult nobody. And then they go. Yeah, yeah. So what y'all going to do? Like for real. And so my thing is, everybody that I'm booking out, I'm literally... I'm trying to book a bride for every single month, every single month, like a client. So I'm not just looking at 
well, if I can't take them right now, because I know designers that do that. Well, if it's not a right now, I'm not going to take them. Mm-hmm. But what about y'all having to eat right. six months from yeah. now? Because mm-hmm. that's what building the brand is. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got bookings all the way. I got 2023 bookings. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because the, you got to feed the team next you year. Keep going. And it's not as like, you got to keep it going because once they once you're booked, that money is already is gone. Mm-hmm. What's the next thing? Because guess what ain't going to stop? Your bills are not going right. to stop. It ain't. Mm-hmm. Your bills, the th- even the, the accounts that you have to help manage your business, your websites, you know, all the different services that you use, you know, everything, that, yep. they're going to keep coming. And then a lot of those programs or accounts, they help keep your business afloat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to keep it going, you know? So I just say, um, stay motivated, learn from your mistakes, and don't beat yourself up too bad. Yep. And just tomorrow be a new day. And start it. fresh. Kind That's of, it. Um, piggybacking off of both of you, I would leave, talk about progression. I would say be open to criticism from your clients. Like, especially if you're trying to grow um, as far as a designer and yeah. construction-wise, you know, take your time and really, you know, be open to the criticism and take what I wanted to say before that, well, I'm losing my thought, losing my thought. Make sure when you're doing that last fitting, make sure your client likes that thing. You know, make sure it's good. You know, if don't be afraid to yeah. have to go back to the drawing board if that's what you have to mm-hmm. do. The bottom line is making sure your client is 100% satisfied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I even learned today, because um, I am... Um, pretty, you know, I have a lot of authority, you know, but I felt like I took control of my um, conversation with that client a little differently because for me, I let her know, ma'am, I'm in a stage right now where you have to make a decision on what this change is going to be and you have to make it now. You can't wait until tonight. You can't text me tomorrow because you're not going to be blasting me on social media or none of that saying that you didn't get your dress on time. And so it literally just enforcing no, I don't have a moment to wait. You need to let me know what the changes are and you need to communicate with your daughter right now. Like, it just felt good to have the parent and daughter there. And that's another thing, y'all. If y'all are dealing with these minors and y'all are having issues, y'all should be dealing with parents, period, point blank. That's it, that's all. There's no other thing to it itself or you should be dealing with a parent. And so this is probably why you're arguing with children. Like, they don't know how to because I ain't arguing with none of my parents. I'm over here like I don't argue with adults. Like, so I don't, I don't even know what that's like because I'm like, I don't, they don't even sign a contract. I'd be like, what's your mama email? They don't even get put on the email. Name on the contract, email, everything. That's it. That's who, that's who paying. That's the adult, and that's what I'm dealing with. That's it. You know, and then also that particular client, they're not your only one. Yeah. So you ain't going to hold up the time I have assigned for my other people yeah. because you you are not like making your decision or doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But it's fine, baby. We up and we stuck in every night. That's it. <laughs> We're, we are up and stuck. We're up and stuck, <laughs> up baby. And we ain't stuck. coming down either. That's it, y'all. But we are feeling very elevated. It feels good. The whole team is booked getting booked and it's just elevating and that's all we trying to do y'all know we are community over competition and that's all we want y'all to see so happy prom season we hope y'all are getting the bookings that y'all want y'all stay stay focused um i want you to stay stay uh what's the word um 
this is for the people. Stay inspired because there's so many people that aren't getting booked, y'all. And y'all know what that was like. Yeah. We've all gone through that phase of not being, you know, the hot commodity in a town and stuff like that. And so, yeah, like, continue please, continue to create. It's going to come because it's really hard and we it's all work come. really hard. You be having eight gowns on the red carpet on one night. Okay. Period. So it ain't even stopping. That's just the first batch of girls. Let's go. That's the first round. <laughs> Anyways, y'all stay happy, stay humble, and stay blessed. Until next time. Peace. Hey, Indies. I'm Chantress Sade. And thank you for watching India's Fuck Podcast. Little Hank. Little Hank.